Welcome to Mornings with Martin. And today we're looking at one of the Psalms, Psalm 142. And if you look in your Bibles at Psalm 142, uh, it has a, a little subtitle there. Uh, it says, A Maskell of David when he was in the cave, a prayer. And in the Hebrew, that's that's verse 1. Uh, but in, in the English, it's been... Uh, made into one of those the subtitles, and that's that's fine because uh, oftentimes verse one was used uh, to give direction to uh, who was going to play this piece or or what the context was in which it was written. So King Saul is hunting David down, and 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 David feels abandoned and and alone. <clears throat> uh, what's interesting, and I, you might be asking, what what in the world is a maskil maskil? Uh, the I, I did a little bit of research on this. Some theologians kind of have this as an undefined term, uh, and so like some kind of a musical notation. Uh, the ones who have gone a little bit further with that have said that this was more than likely a responsive. And it's a responsive, so it's kind of meant to have almost like two choirs dialoguing together. So it's an interesting. Uh, interesting concept. So this is Psalm 142. This is what it says. <clears throat> a maskell of David when he was in the cave, a prayer. I cry aloud to the Lord. I lift up my voice to the Lord for mercy. I pour out before him my complaint. Before him I tell my trouble. When my spirit grows faint within me, it is you who watch over my way. In the path where I walk, People have hidden a snare for me. Look and see, there is no one at my right hand. No one is concerned for me. I have no refuge. No one cares for my life. I cry to you, Lord. I say, you are my refuge, my portion in the land of the living. Listen to my cry, for I am in desperate need. Rescue me from those who pursue me, for they are too strong for me. Set me free from my prison, that I may praise your name. Then the righteous will gather about me because of your goodness to me. <clears throat> David is in the cave, hiding from King Saul, and he lifts up his complaint. He tells his trouble to the Lord, and he begs and prays and pleads for mercy because he wonders, is this, is this where, is this my prison or is this my grave? Because no one out there cares for me. No one is my refuge. No one cares for my life. Instead, I'm all alone. And what's odd about this is that David wasn't really alone. Uh, he had other people, other followers in that cave with him. I mean, even the, the term that it's being a maskell, it's a responsive, it's the dialogue between two parties, two choirs. And yet David calls himself alone. He says that no one cares for his life. No one is his refuge. And really that, that speaks to the humanness uh, of the Psalms, because there are often times when you know, we have situations, troubles, turmoil in our life and we might recognize that yeah we have family and we have friends and we have pastors and all of that but at the same time we still feel so very alone 
And that's the way David is feeling now, that people are out for his life, they're pursuing him, and he has nowhere to turn. And so what does he do? He turns to the Lord. He turns to the Lord for mercy and he begs, God, save me from those who pursue me. Why? Because they're too powerful for me. He can't do it. And he's, he acknowledges he can't do it. And when we face the situations in our, in our life, oftentimes, man, we want to go out there and we want to attack. We say, I can do this, right? We have a whole sections of libraries that talk about how you can do it. And all you need is just to believe in yourself and try a little bit harder and, and all of that. And, and at the end of the day, uh, it doesn't work. It didn't work for David. It doesn't work for us. Because at the end, there are things that are too powerful for us. And so we have, we have nowhere to turn, no refuge except for the Lord. And that's where David puts his trust. That's where he takes all his pain and his trouble and his anguish and he takes it to the Lord because if there's anyone who is powerful enough, it's him. And man, that we would have that kind of, of faith that when we, we see this, this mountain of, of, of turmoil coming our way that we would say, Lord, I have no refuge but you because you're the one who's going to bring me through this. And in the end, that's kind of where David goes to it. Uh, when he says uh, he's in desperate need, other people are too strong for me. I need to be set free from this, this prison, this, this, uh, the cave. And uh, whatever situation we might have, we might consider it a prison or a cave or something that hinders us. But he finishes it up with this. He prays that he would be freed from this so that I may praise your name. So that I may praise your name. And that, that is both comforting and kind of indicting. Because how many times do we pray for healing, for protection, for provision? And then the Lord comes through and he delivers. And then we respond with saying, see, I made it. Instead of the Lord has given this to me. Thanks be to God. Don't thank me because they were way too powerful for me. But thanks be to God. And let's praise his name for bringing us through whatever. And then the last verse there, at the end of the last verse, and it says, then the righteous will gather about me because of your goodness to me. And that, that's an important one for us as well, because that's that final hope, right? Because that's the reality that awaits you and me who trust in Christ. Is we go through these situations where we feel alone, we feel forsaken, we feel abandoned, we feel like there's no refuge, there's no help. But then we see the Lord and we see that his goodness to us is present and is found in Jesus Christ. Then the reality for us, the, the true and future hope for us is that we will be gathered around by the righteous, those others who also trusted in Christ and in him alone, and that we'll be in God's kingdom. And that's, that's, that's describing heaven right there, it is gathered with the rest of the saints, all who have washed their blood, washed their robes in the blood of the, of the lamb, who have been made new and made clean. And so 
I don't know what situation you find yourself in. I don't know if if you have uh, those human refuges of, of, of family, friends, or, or teammates, or whatever. But ultimately, you are not alone. Because your God is with you, and he is for you, and he has sent his son Jesus to die and rise for you and for your forgiveness. And that's great hope for us. So let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for being our ever-present help in trouble. Thank you, Lord, for being our sounding board as well, where we can bring our troubles and voice our, our complaints to you. We know that you can handle our, our anger, our rage, our sorrow, all of the vastness of our human emotions. And not only can you handle us, but you can also handle those situations. You can handle uh, those times of loneliness and the, those, uh, those times when we are overwhelmed. And so, Lord, we give our troubles to you and our joys to you and our everything to you. Uh, as Luther says, into your hands we commend our spirit. So, Lord, your hands are mighty. You are stronger than we. Your will be done. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you so much for joining me, and I will see you next time.